most connected man in Washington, WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain, 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Shucky Ducky is the man. Oh, Shucky Ducky was a way for me to say, I am thrilled to be here. Why not just say that? Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because, you know, we are going to tell you the truth and give you the facts so you can be better informed to help make this a better United States of America. Breaking news. Breaking news every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman. How you doing, buddy? Magnificent. It was uh, great to see you over the weekend. It was great. And I just want to give a shout out again to all of the great people of Jacksonville who came out for the event. I know all three of us enjoyed it immensely certainly did it was a good time it was a very good time but unfortunately at the same time there was some bad stuff going on in the hearts of the world and especially people in this country have been heavy about what happened in paris understand that the cia director gave a speech earlier this morning yeah he was one of those uh, fortuitous moments where the cia chief had a previously scheduled uh, uh, address here in dc to a global security conference john brennan saying among other things that they have found at the cia and in u.s intelligence that the islamic state in recent months has gotten much much better at its own operational security and he sort of alluded to something we've heard from the fbi director recently that uh, that sort of high-tech smart phone technology is making it much easier for people to conceal stuff from U.S. intelligence and, and worldwide intelligence services. Right. And I sort of got the feeling that while they they have their, you know, obviously their eyes and ears trained on the Islamic State and other Middle Eastern terrorist groups, that they're worried now that maybe they're starting to miss major parts of uh, the Rubik's Cube here, in a sense, to try to stop these attacks before they happen. Certainly what it looks like is there was some type of intelligence failure related to this because obviously uh, there have been efforts in the past to thwart these type of attacks. A few weeks ago, the French intelligence chief was actually here in D.C., Herman, and said at, at a forum at George Washington University that the U.S., the, N the NSA, the CIA has helped to, uh, to deter some of these attacks and plots, but obviously this one got through. And and in the aftermath of it, I think what it does for the presidential race, it, it certainly, at least in the short term, Herman, thrusts national security and terrorism into the forefront. I mean, just look at the, the debate for Democrats in Iowa on Saturday. The first 30 minutes, I think, of that debate was taken up with the issue of Paris and, and the other issues related to terrorism. You know, and, and I just wonder, in the Republican race, I mean, let's face it, foreign policy is not the big strength for either Ben Carson or Donald Trump. That's not meant as a jab. I just think that's the plain honest truth. Uh, last week in the debate, Carson seemed to struggle a little. He struggled yesterday on Fox News Sunday. Uh, Trump, remember, last week in Milwaukee suggested it might be better for the Russians to take on the Islamic State by themselves. I don't think that's going to win any amount of wide GOP support. So I just wonder... In this short term, I'm not saying long term because I don't think terrorism sticks around as the number one issue or anything like that. But not I do a, wonder not if, until there's another incident. Yeah, exactly. But I, I do wonder if it gives people like Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio and even uh, to a lesser extent Jeb Bush the chance to stand out a little more because maybe it's an issue they're more familiar with. That that's one thing that I wonder. Yeah, I would agree. Now, did you get a chance to hear any of the president's speech? And yeah. did he say anything? 
with all due respect, of substance. Well, he sounded somewhat defensive, frankly, when uh, the reporters kept pestering him about, well, you know, is your is your uh, is your current plan to take on the Islamic State? Is it really working? And what uh, he basically he I mean, the wire story from there said the president grew irritated amid repeated questions about whether he had underestimated the strength of the Islamic State. And um, obviously, the Republicans have been very. Uh, uh, straightforward in their criticism of the president for a long time now about the Islamic State. I mean, let's face it, the JV statement that the president made about the yep. Islamic State is one that will be brought up uh, by the Republicans over and over again to, the, to run that in front of the Democrats who are running for president. So, uh, I, you know, he, he tried to make it out that the Republicans only want to send hundreds of thousands of U.S. troops over to the Middle East to do something uh, about the Islamic State. I even think that that's, you know, I think Republicans would like to see a little more involvement, but even they're not ready for a sort of an invasion force or anything like that. But I, I do think, watch the, the reviews of this news conference about the president from Turkey today, everybody out there, I'd say, you know, go watch it, because I think it will become fodder for a lot of stuff happening in the presidential race and in the political arena uh, here from going forward today. Oh, oh, yeah. Any more f- that you have heard about the French's apprehension of that uh that was like one other suspect. No, I don't think that has happened as yet. Yeah. They've, they've been looking and searching a neighborhood up in Belgium and other areas, but I don't think anything has actually been announced on that. I, I mean, here in D.C., you know, I, I think, look, uh, we look at the, this situation like I've looked at it since 9-11, and you keep wondering, when is something like that going to happen here? Uh, I, you know, obviously there there doesn't seem to be, uh, other than the general chatter, any specific kind of threat or anything at this point in time. The uh, I, I, mean, I didn't notice any stepped up security in flying uh, various places in the airports this weekend. The, the, the Capitol Police have told members of Congress there's no detailed threat to the Capitol, but be vigilant. And that was really sort of the message today from the CIA director. The CIA chief John Brennan said he thinks it's right to assume that the Islamic State has other items in the pipeline like this and would look to use them. And, you know, the one issue certainly that we haven't discussed yet in that it, it came up at the debate for Democrats, and I think it'll come up a lot more in the political arena, is what to do with the refugees from Syria. I mean, while yes. the Democrats have stood by that as, you know, let them in, I think you'll see a lot more Republicans, and, and this will be an easy sort of hanging curveball for Donald Trump uh, You know, on the immigration issue, is to bring that up and say, absolutely not. We've seen a couple of governors on the Republican side say, no, we don't want to resettle any of those people worried about, you know, could there be somebody in their midst? So that certainly is one issue that I think we'll hear about. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm just never convinced you know, we, we did have an election in 2002 where where security, national security and terrorism was a big deal, and the Republicans were able to take advantage of it, and again in 2004. But for the most part, uh, while terrorism uh, is always a big issue, it's still economic security and jobs in the economy that still, I think, remain the biggest thing. But, uh, you know, the, the, the unknown, the great unknown about a political campaign is you never know what issues will come up, and I think this is a perfect example of that. You're right, and as we could tell from Saturday night in Jacksonville at the event, this is very much on the minds oh, of, sure. of everybody, and the callers today have expressed the same concern. Well, and look, and, and it feeds right into what the Republicans sure. have been arguing. I mean, let's be yes. honest about this. I mean, this is a, the GOP from the top down has been, you know, over and over again hammering that they think the president's plans against the Islamic State have been weak, uh, that they haven't done enough. Uh, again, the JV comment. 
you know, the the one person that may not benefit from this or as much as other Republican candidates, I think, would be Rand Paul. And that's because, uh, the, you know, you do have the CIA and U.S. intelligence again saying today that they think that some of the, the revelations of Edward Snowden, some of the things that have been sort of restrained about U.S. surveillance that, are, you know, are, would be a help. Uh, but I, I think for the most part, Republicans will be able to hammer on the president about this. And I think they'll be more than happy to do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But now, Congress, are they back in session? They'll be back this week. Yeah, they'll be back for this week. Then they'll be off next week for uh, Thanksgiving and then back after the Thanksgiving break. And I would assume that right after the Thanksgiving break, we're going to have to have that omnibus budget bill, the spending bill, uh, get uh, rolled out. And it, it does present some uncertainty as we head toward December the 11th which is when a temporary budget runs out. It'll be a big test for Speaker Paul Ryan, obviously, in dealing with factions within his own conference, uh, the Tea Party, Freedom Caucus kind of guys who would like to see some aggressive kind of policy writers put into that spending bill. But at the same time, as I kept talking about in our event Saturday night, you got to have a dose of realism. You can get just about anything you want through the Republicans can in the House of Representatives, but the math simply has not changed over the in the Senate and is not going to change anytime soon. In the one note, in the race for president, I mean, uh, uh, endorsements are, are sort of a mixed bag. Some make a big difference; others do not. Steve King, the very conservative Republican right. dean of the delegation from Iowa, right. came out today and announced he's endorsing Ted Cruz in Iowa. You know, and I, I think looking long distance, even though Trump and Carson are up there in Iowa, I still look at Cruz as, as having a good chance there. Uh, certainly, there's still a lot of time, two and a half months to go before the Iowa caucuses, and, and that's certainly a help to Cruz overall. And... Um so a lot, a number of them are trying to pick up endorsements. I well, mean, sure, I, I and remember. you know, sometimes you know how it works. Sometimes, yeah. you know, not all endorsements are created equal. Some are, nope. you know, a big deal. Others really aren't. But you know, think about it. It's uh, we're halfway through November. You got two and a half months now. You do have the holidays that get in the way. But it's everybody has to make the big push now on the ground, especially with the organization in every county, the in Iowa and in New Hampshire. You can't leave things just sort of uh, that you hope you're going to get the momentum, and that gets you there. But uh, it, I think we'll be interested to see the, where the polls uh, go, especially in these next few weeks. And remember what, we've got a month now until the next Republican debate. The Democratic debate, I guess we should touch on that real quick, uh, along with the discussion Saturday night about the Islamic State and the Paris uh, terror attacks. There was the usual number of issues that came through. Hillary Clinton certainly was hit uh, by uh, um, by both Bernie Sanders and Martin O'Malley much more than in the first debate. There's sort of a, a difference of opinion. There are some polls that came out immediately afterward that showed people thinking that Hillary Clinton won. There's some people who think that Clinton sort of made a few missteps here and there that may haunt her later on. In fact, there was one quote she had. She was answering a question, and she said, well, you know, I come from the 60s, a long time ago, and uh, the, the Marco Rubio people were all over that and ready. I, 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 you know, that, that writes the 30-second ad in November of next year. You know what I mean, Herman? So everybody watching all these debates to try to pull something out of there. The Democrats ended up getting eight and a half million viewers for their debate, which 
frankly, when you look at four years ago, is a pretty good number. But when you compare it to this year, it's not that big. It's the smallest debate audience yet. And if you add up the number of people who are watching uh, football on Fox, on ABC, and on ESPN, watching college games, that comes out to about the same 8.5 million figure. So as we discussed for many weeks, we thought that you would have a debate on a Saturday night and you would not get as many viewers, and that is exactly what happened. The next Democratic debate will be in what? One, two, three, four, five Saturdays from now. So almost five full weeks. On the Saturday before Christmas, they will have their final debate in New Hampshire. The Republicans, their next debate will be on a Tuesday, and they'll again get full coverage for that in those three days, the day before, the day of, and the day after. That'll be on December 15th in Las Vegas. Well, the beat goes on. And how long do you think the intensive coverage of the Paris situation, news cycle-wise? Yeah, you know, days, a couple more days, days, I would bet. A couple bet. more days of it, yeah. Yeah, because it, it all depends on the manhunt and the answers and everything. And obviously, yeah. you know, I, I don't mean this in a bad way, but remember, more people died in the plane crash, which we think might have been a bomb from the Islamic State. But Paris is a much more visible kind of thing. You know what I mean, Herman? And, and that, yeah. I think, because of its location, makes it a much bigger story for the news media to cover. Well, Jamie, thanks a lot. See you, Herman. You're listening to The Herman Cain Show.